4: Presented by AT&T. Connecting
0: changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Can you imagine building your life with your husband, having children, sometimes three, four, or five children? Sending your husband off to fight for our country, and that moment when you learn he will never come home. With me today, two military widows. One of them, the wife of Chris Kyle, the American sniper, the other, the wife of Lieutenant Lewis Allen killed in Iraq, leaving behind not only his beautiful wife, Barb, but four boys. She is a podcaster and an author. Also with me today, an incredible author. I know you're going to love her as much as I do. Her name is Nancy Nagel. She is a best-selling author. And she has written a book that you're going to love, The Shell Collector. It is a story about a military widow starting life all over again. Also with me, an incredible actress. Now, you may have seen her before because I have, Caitlin Clark. She is the star Of a brand new movie, which will drop on Fox Nation September 1, The Shell Collector. And she has taken on the burden and the responsibility of portraying a military widow. Also with me, longtime friend and colleague, Karen Stark. That's Karen with a C, New York psychologist at KarenStark.com to help us figure out what we do after such an incredible loss. First, I want to go to Taya Kyle, the wife of Navy SEAL Chris Kyle, the American sniper. She is the director of the Taya and Chris Kyle Foundation, author of American Wife and American Spirit. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Taya Kyle Everyone, I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Series XM 111. First of all, Tay, I don't know how you and Barb put one foot in front of the other after suffering the blow that you did. Do you remember when Chris left? I do. And,
5: you know, each time he left was was different and i think that's part of what we have to acknowledge as military spouses is that no time of a deployment is the same when they leave or when they come back and the day that chris and his friend chad were killed um, was a saturday morning and we had just taken the kids to basketball games everything was great they were just going to go help somebody who um, claimed to have had pts Chris had a lot of success taking guys out in nature and um, talking to them and doing something they had in common as a way to just uh, open the conversation, and so because the only information that Chris had was this was a person with PTS, he thought, you know, of course I'm going to show up for this guy, and we'll take him somewhere really beautiful, and um, it's a nice drive, and I'll get my my best friend Chad to go out there with me, and, and then the guy turned on them, of course. Um, I think that in that uh, we're very blessed to have had such a great morning and such a great um, period of our life to end on a high note and it's also I think adds to the the tragedy and the shock that it, it takes a long time to to really process that you know I had that that thought through my mind over and over and over in the months to come like you know just I don't understand would come through my mind anytime I'd stop it would be like the back of my mind would be like I don't understand I don't understand. So yeah I do remember obviously uh, very much so the um, that morning that you left, and um, you know, I'm just like I said, I'm glad we were in a really good place and and had made it.
0: Barb Allen is also with us, wife of Lieutenant Lewis Allen. He and his co-captain Philip Esposito killed in Iraq. He left four boys behind, ages six, five, three, and one at the time. Barb, do you remember that moment when you sent him on his way, kissed him goodbye? Yeah, I mean that there are certain moments
6: we all have that are branded into us forever, and that's absolutely one of them. You know, uh, I was trying to be strong first time he drove away from our home, um, and I was holding our youngest child next to our tree, and we were both kind of crying and hugging our baby together while the other ones were inside and he drove off to go um, you know to go meet up with people he needed to meet up with and a second later he came roaring back down the road and jumped out of the car and he left the door open and came running over to me you know and gave me a big hug he's like I don't know how I'm gonna leave you got you know it was one of those moments um that you just don't forget and I went up to see him on Memorial Day weekend. He had a surprise opportunity for me to see him one more time. So Memorial Day weekend, 2005, I was able to go up to Fort Drum and spend one more night with him, just him and I. And I will really never forget every single moment of that time. And, you know, I had to leave the next day. And he deployed on Memorial Day 2005. And 10 days later, he and his commanding officer were murdered by the staff sergeant of the unit. So um, you know, it's just, you know,
0: 10 days was just a lifetime apart. Barb, how did you discover that he had been killed?
6: I had been up all night waiting to hear back from him. And I was just sort of resting on our bed. It was 6 a.m. I had this terrible, terrible feeling something was wrong. I had had some moments the day before where I almost knew, like I just knew in some layer of
0: my being that he had been killed. Barbara, you are giving me chills all over because Karen Stark and I have talked about it a lot before, but so often victims' families, I mean, I knew it happened to me when my fiancé was murdered. You know, before anybody tells you, it's the strangest thing. And I swear, of course, I could never bring this in to a court of law. I would never bring it up to a jury even because they'd never believe me but i've heard it over and over and over barb tell me about that
6: um those moments that um you know I, the day before i thought i saw him walking down the street as i was flying home i'd missed his call and he sat next to me in the car and he had the space and he he said, i don't know if i could say this online you can let it out but he looked at me he said oh sh-, you know and, and then later on in the evening I was feeding my kids dinner and it was like something literally just, it was literally like I was punched in my gut and I fell over on the table, I just out of nowhere. And and I knew in that moment, I just knew um, without knowing, you know? And then you sit up all night telling yourself that you're crazy, but then your doorbell rings at six o'clock in the morning and the military
0: detail is at your door and your world comes to an end. Oh, my stars. I'm just trying to imagine. You, Barb, and Taya, dealing with the loss of the love of your life, and you're spiraling. I mean, Taya, how did you do it? How did you come out of that?
5: You know, it's interesting. It's been a really long process of learning about grace for myself, and from my kids, and my faith in God has increased so much. I've I've experienced God in so many different ways. In that I would have never imagined in the first place, um, that have carried me. And, and I remember there was this moment where I have many moments, right. And I've, I've gone back and I've asked my daughter, I've learned so, okay, I'm, I'm in, in fragmented because there are so many moments, but I'm going to pick two. One of them was when I, I realized that I was, everything there had lawsuits Chris's business partners somebody else we had attacks from the family rumors you know it, it seems to always compound and, and it was um, sort of a 580 degree battlefield at the time and my temper was short and I was up late you know all of those things and so years later I said to my daughter I was not the mom I wanted to be and I'm so sorry and I need to ask your forgiveness and she said, "Mama, what are you even... what are you talking about? Like, I don't remember those things." And I had prayed earlier that God would mend the places that I broke in them, and I, I, I had these really intense spiritual experiences where I felt like God was going to pick up um, where I had fallen short. And the other moment I want to share with you is this moment that I had with my son. I was driving into the house, and I was, I was crying so hard. And these are years after it happened, right? These are probably the conversation with my daughter was maybe seven years after Chris was killed, and we, we had many conversations before, but the beauty of that one was that she didn't remember all of the things that I did. The one with my son was probably three or four years after Chris was killed, and we were pulling into our house, and I said, I had this idea when you were first born, and things were so good that I knew I couldn't be a perfect mom, but I thought I was going to be really close. Like, it just came naturally to me, and I had all this love, and I felt I just felt so happy about it. and it hurts me and I have to let go of this that I can't even come close to what I think I, I might have been able to, to have been without trauma and, and it breaks my heart, but it's time for me to let go because I've held on to it and it's hurting us more than it's helping us. And, you know, it was this powerful moment with him where he understood and, and my kids are so um, deep and so faithful and so mature and they get so much of life that other people their age wouldn't get. And, I think you realize that it, it, was, it was a powerful thing that I wanted that I had to let go of, and that we all have to give ourselves grace for the things that we can't do when life attacks, if that makes sense.
0: I'm just listening and hearing how your lives have spun out after losing your husband. Guys, with me, two incredible military widows Barb. Allen, wife of Lieutenant Lewis Allen. He and his co-captain, Philip Esposito, killed in Iraq. He left behind four little boys to be raised by mommy. Taya Kyle, wife of Navy SEAL, Chris Kyle, the American sniper. I'm sure we've all seen the movie American Sniper. I want to bring in our other incredible guests, but I just had to start with the real thing. Our military widows who we owe so much. You know, when we look at all the military and we we think, oh, what they're sacrificing, they're going overseas, they're in training, they're risking their lives. So often we don't think about the military wives and husbands and children that are also Risking their world when mom or dad are deployed. Listen to the shell collector.
2: Mom, what are you doing? Uh,
4: I think I forgot something on this aisle.
3: Where did your brother go?
5: Over here. It's good. you ready to go to work.
4: Hey.
1: Hey. I think I have something you're looking for.
4: Seems like you do. Thank you. Jesse, we talked about this. It's not safe for you to wander off from me.
7: Sorry, Mom.
1: Jesse tells me you're having some sink problems.
4: Uh yeah. I was trying to fix our sink and let's just say the sink one. That's why I bought this for her. <laughs>
1: Uh, you're probably not going to fix it with those. Um, I'm sure you don't need my help, but I am pretty handy with plumbing. And I know the store front to back, I can help you find what you're looking for. Two tools you need, a basin wrench and a crescent wrench.
3: Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
1: Ever wolfed down a Big Mac and thought, I could use some extra cash? Mm-hmm. Meet Drop, the ultimate rewards app. Earn free gift cards for getting your daily coffee or late night drive through effortlessly. Just link a card, shop, and watch rewards stack. With Drop, it's like getting paid to indulge. <laughs> Download DROP now and start earning. Use the code DROP22 for $5 in points instantly. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up. And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
3: Savings based on cost of Consumer cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with a limited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid and limited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
0: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I want to go now to Caitlin Clark. She is just stunning. And let me just, I'll go ahead and confess, before we started talking on air today, I had to ask her, are you wearing blue contacts? And of course, I was devastated when she said no. Her eyes, I mean, once you see them, you'll never forget them. She is an accomplished actress. So many credits to her name. And I was especially interested that she actually, this beautiful woman, Start in horror flicks, which if I was telling Jackie, I would totally be in horror movies <laughs> if I were an actress. Caitlin, you have a really wide range. But my question to you, my first question, hey, everybody, as I like to say, this is no high tea at Windsor Castle, All right, jump in whenever you feel like it. Caitlin, how did you deal with the responsibility of portraying someone like Barb Allen or Taya Kyle because I remember when I would go into trial and I would be all prepared, let's say on a murder trial, and I would have met with the family of the victim and I would have gone to the medical examiner and the crime lab and the crime scene and taken photos and measurements and blah, 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 written the opening statement and the closing statement. When I would walk into court, I would know that I had to represent the state and everybody was counting on me to somehow pull it out. I mean, when you hear real-life military widows, what was in your mind when you went to Act 1, Scene 1? Well, thank you, Nancy, for having me on. But I I do have to say,
4: um, especially after listening just now to Barb and Taya, I remember when um, we filmed, and this is actually the opening scene, and of course there's some scenes where you can't really relate to it, but you know how to prepare and it might require listening to music. But I remember this one particular scene, um, the movie starts off, I'm saying goodbye to my husband without giving too much of the story away. And Don't you dare we're,
0: give away the end.
4: Don't do it. We're on location <laughs> there before we shoot the scene. And um, I just remember thinking, seeing the buses pull off, um the soldiers in their uniforms the the actors actually and i remember thinking oh my gosh i i can't imagine what military families and the soldiers must go through because immediately i felt like this anxiety and i felt sad already without having to do much preparing i thought i don't i'm not going to need to listen to music i didn't even know the actor of that well i only met him a couple days before patch may And just standing there with my two children who are actors and seeing the rest of the families surrounding us, I I felt so sad. And it really didn't take much for me to say of this this scene, who is this? This is my brother, my husband, a boyfriend. I can't imagine what Barb and Taya must have gone through and so many families and the soldiers. And right away, I was sad. It, It was easy for the the tears to to come out because it's just it's something that happens all the time and it's happened to so many families so for that that moment particularly i didn't it didn't really require much because you you see this and you think oh my god i can't i can't believe this you know this how many people this has
0: hurt so that scene for me was definitely heartbreaking. You know, people often think that, you know, we see actresses and actors on the red carpet and they're all glamorous or we see pictures in the tabloids of them going to dinner or some fun vacation somewhere. When I'm listening to you describe that feeling before you started filming, Caitlin, mm-hmm. you know, it can really it can take a toll when you take it to heart. Mm-hmm. And this is not much of a comparison, but I would take my cases to heart and I felt like so many people were counting on me and relying on me. And I would imagine what it would feel like, you know, if I lost the case and I'd have to tell the victim's mom, you know, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And it just it's a it's a huge burden. Now, we have one woman to thank for this incredible story. The shell collector, which I am so proud is going to be at my home. Fox Nation. We have this woman to thank, Nancy Nagel. Can I tell you about her? She is a best-selling author. She's written so many books. But this one, oh, you can find her at nancynagel.com, N-A-I-G-L-E. She's on Insta and Twitter, of course. The Shell Collector is incredible, Nancy. And I've just got to hear how you were inspired to write this. And did you have any idea it was going to be this incredible movie with Caitlin Clark st- starring in it?
8: <laughs> oh, gosh, you know what? This this whole story has been um, truly a blessing. And Taya and Barb, I mean, I'm just sitting here bawling for you girls. I, I love y'all. And um, my voice is shaking. I'm so sorry. But, you know, I was born and raised in uh, Virginia Beach. So... I don't have that military spouse background, but I have always had oodles of respect because, you know, the military wives are just as much at the forefront of protecting us and taking care of us as as our soldiers are. There's such a huge commitment and respect and a gift from not only those men and women that are serving, but their families, you know, and the children. And, you know, I grew up with all those kids that, you know, were having to say goodbye to their daddies and, and stuff just for a few months. Um, and, and when tragedy turns. Um, but this story you know, came out of a different inspiration. I lost my husband to a short battle with cancer in 2014. Um, he was diagnosed in October with stage four lung cancer, and at the end of January, he was gone. And at that time, I was a senior vice president with Bank of America in the finance and technology industry. And um, I, you know, as so many people do, you know, I felt this profound need to, um, pull myself up somehow through that grief. And, um, and I was really floundering. And five weeks later, I lost my cousin and she had been battling cancer for years. And one of the stories she had told me was of a family friend who lived on the Outer Banks in Kitty Hawk. And as that woman walked the beach one morning with something really heavy on her heart, she kicked up a shell. And when she picked it up, it had a scripture written in it. And it happened to be this beautiful scripture that that uplifted her and helped her manage through. And over six years, she found four shells like that. And nobody else she knew had found any. And she considered them her messages from the angels by the sea. And I remember, you know, losing Mike on January 30th, and then five weeks later, losing Diane. um, And I was still so crumpled, you know, from losing Mike. I didn't even go to her funeral. And I remember laying in my bed, just sobbing for that loss and thinking, I could use a bucket of those shells. At that point, that story really started building in my heart, and um, it took me years to write it. You know, I lost him in 2014. This book didn't come out until 2021, but I felt such a need to, um, to make something good out of it, and I can tell you, the Lord has brought so many widows into my path that it's almost a little frightening when I start telling stories, and there are so many. But we have found strength in each other and being able to share our stories and uplift each other. And so my hopes for this book were that knowing that every single one of us is gonna go through this loss someday, it's still, we're never gonna perfect it. And um, I thought if I could write a story that would somehow find a permanent place in ladies' hearts, that when they went through that loss, something would tickle a memory or give them just a little bit of hope to help them manage through it with grace, that would be the biggest gift at all. And, and when Fox Nation uh, contacted me to option this for a movie, I mean, I couldn't have been happier. I've had several movies on Hallmark. They were all very special, but this just carries such a special message and meaning for me um, that, that touching this many people is, is just the biggest blessing of all.
0: I tell you what, Nancy Nagel, Barb Allen, and Tay Kyle, that, and you too, Caitlin, now that I think about it, all four of you have just brought me to tears as I'm sitting here, listening to what you had to overcome. And one thing I'm hearing from you is that the Lord gave you a strength that you didn't know you have, Nancy. If you would tell me that story one more time and let me sink in about when those shells were found. Yeah, I mean that story
8: just touched me from the first moment I heard it. But you know, after I had that loss, it just meant so much more. But I, you know, I could just picture, you know, this friend of our family walking down that beach like she did every morning. And I grew up in Virginia Beach, so you know, we just do that. Doesn't matter what the weather is you know, sunshine or rain or cold, we walk that beach and love it, you know, and she kicks that shell up in the surf, bends down, picks it up, and then as she turns it over, she realizes something's written in it, and to read that scripture and suddenly feel that that lifting, you know, of that burden to make her be able to manage through the problem that she had at that time was just amazing, and that over a six period six year period, she found four shells. Not all of them were scriptures, but all of them were positive messages, and some of them not even on the beach, but out near her home. And so you're like, well, how did how did that happen? Wow! And she said, you know, she asked people. Nobody else had had it happen. Nobody else had found a shell. And so that's amazing. Yeah, it was just an incredible story, and and so neat and touching. And so you know, as my the wheels in my own mind and heart were turning as I was trying to manage through grief, Um, this story of this this older woman who was kind of the navigator of those shells, even though she didn't know where they were going to end up or whose hands, you know, but that they managed to be in the right people's hands at the right time. Just, I mean, it became so real to me.
0: That's an incredible inspiration. Barb Allen, joining me, wife of Lieutenant Lewis Allen, he and his co-captain, Philip Esposito, killed Iraq 2004. He left four little boys as young as one year old behind to be raised by mommy. Barb, when did you feel that moment of strength, of inspiration when you could actually see the light at the end of the tunnel?
6: Uh, I had a lot of those moments over the years, but the one that served to help me change the trajectory of my life and sort of pivot everything around and take my life back was it was actually on my 42nd birthday when I got a call a collect call of course from my ex-fiance <laughs> I was broken I was in bad health I was everything I just felt like I failed my kids I failed God I failed my husband I just you know way below rock bottom and that call he it just ended badly I mean because how could that not end badly and I fell to my knees, literally dropped to my knees in my driveway. I was sobbing and just broken. This was 10 years after my husband had been killed and I prayed. And I just said, I really just prayed to God. I said, please help me figure this out. You know, how, how do I, I have to, I have to fix this. I have to change. I have to get myself together. I have to be strong and I don't know how we, can you help me? And, I felt an instant rush of warmth and beauty, I can't describe it, and strength and and it just it, it was almost like I heard someone saying, Finally, you know. <laughs> like I had I sort of had to humble myself, you know, and ask for the help. And uh, and I stood up, back up and I just felt different I had all the same problems but now I had hope and I just Felt differently, and I felt like it was going to be okay because I had reached that awareness and I had received that grace from a place I don't know, you know. But so that was the moment that I began taking all of those steps that I needed to change everything about my life, and more amazing people came into my life from that moment on, Taya being one of them. Uh, so you know, that I, I'll never forget that woman
0: either. Listen to The Shell Collector.
6: I'm
4: sorry I was so awful to you after Jack died. You were trying to be there for us, and I blamed you. I know it wasn't your fault.
1: But it was. If I hadn't taken a different assignment, then I would have been there with him. That was the plan. That was the promise, and I broke it.
3: Well, if you had been there, you probably wouldn't have come home either.
7: That'd be better than being here without him. He had you, the kids, so much to come home to.
4: None of this is fair. I'm finally coming to terms with that. I have my bad days, but...
0: Overall, I'm okay. Caitlin Clark joining me, um, just an incredible actress who is starring in what is an incredible movie, and I'm so proud to be able to talk to them today. Caitlin, what was it like telling this story, The Shell Collector?
4: Um, well, I did feel, I guess, a lot of pressure because I, I I felt like, well, my husband um, was killed in, in the movie and I didn't want it to make it seem like, okay, we forget about him. Um, but I also wanted to, hopefully my portrayal of Amanda will inspire people um, to, mo- to move on and reach out for help. But I also didn't want it to make it like, okay, I am move on with my life, but then we forget Jack, my husband. So I it, that was the pressure of, you know, of thinking, okay, does it make it seem like I, I moved on and now, um, he, he's out the window, but that was something that I discussed with the acting teacher. And he said, no, you know, um, they'll, they'll there's going to be a part in the script where you'll make it clear that just because you found your new life with your family and you've moved to a new town, you know, he's always going to be there. And I'm, I'm sure, um, many people who have lost loved ones that will be the case for them they've moved on but of course their loved one will always be a huge part of their life and will always own a corner of their hearts
0: yeah that's um so poignant the way you said that always own a corner of their hearts with me in addition to Barb Allen and Nancy Nagel Karen Stark and Caitlin Clark is Taya Kyle wife of Navy SEAL Chris Kyle who I've mentioned earlier, is the American Sniper. I'm sure many of you have seen that awesome movie, The American Sniper. Taya, when was the moment? We heard Barb describing the moment. She literally fell to her knees and just could not go forward. When was the moment that you saw a light at the end of the tunnel? No, it's interesting that you
5: asked that question because, I had these, in hindsight, I look back and think, what I felt like in losing Chris was an amputation, and as a parent, I think if my child was going to have an amputation and I knew it was unavoidable, then I would do everything I could to prepare them ahead of time, but I wouldn't tell them everything. I wouldn't overwhelm them. I would try to just give them pieces of information and put them around people who had survived hard things. And then I'd be with them during the amputation and after I would say, okay, we're going to heal and we are going to get out there stronger than you were before. And we are going to show everyone and show yourself importantly that this doesn't take you out of game. I say that because I feel like in hindsight, that's what God did with me knowing that there's free will of man knowing that things hit us, but God knows those things are going to happen. And so he prepares us and my preparation The way I see it is that I had friends who lost their husbands, and I watched these young widows go through it, and I knew that they survived. And I knew that after I would leave the funeral, I would think, I can't believe I have to go to the grocery store for my kids. It feels like the world should be stopping for them, but it doesn't.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my stars. Taya, I have used that exact phrase. A million times mm-hmm. after, I, I can't believe you just said those exact words, you felt the world should be stopping. I've said a hundred times after my fiance Keith's murder, it felt like I stepped off the world and looked back mm-hmm. because my world had stopped and the world was still spinning. And I, I couldn't believe how everything didn't stop because this horrible thing had happened. Right. And... It's so hard to take in. So I'm just imagining you coming home from a funeral and thinking, i got to go to the grocery store for the children. It's just—so when did you feel—did you even see a tiny light at the end of the tunnel? Well, yeah, I
5: think that was the interesting thing is I believe that God, you know, did not want those things, but He used those things so that when I had my moment and when people told me, you know— that Chris had been killed, I, I had this knowing, you know, my, I had one friend with me at the time and she said, Hey, I saw you and the tears were pouring down your face. And you said, are you sure? Are you sure? Because I knew there were so many times that I had heard that maybe the guys had died or been injured. And so I told myself until it's you, it's not you. Don't assume trouble until somebody looks you in the eye and tells you it's you. And so when they said that, and I asked them three times, are you sure? And they said, yes it was like my head fell back against the wall, the tears streamed down. And my friend said, it's like you went into business mode of, okay, then this is it. Because I knew somewhere inside me, I have watched these women do this and the world is not going to stop. And this is going to be, you know, hell on earth for however long it's going to be. And it's almost like my number came up, you know, like F, you know, I'm trying to swear on this on this show, but like, <laughs> oh my God, it's, you know, oh my God. And then you kind of go into shock and there were some, it's a long story, but there were some pastors that had gathered in my house that I think, you know, people knew maybe before they confirmed it with me. And I remember grabbing their hand. I, first of all, I said, who are you? Because they weren't, you know, they were just in street clothes and they said, oh, we're we're some local pastors. And I said, okay. And I grabbed their hand. I said, then I want you to pray for him. I know where he is. I know where he's going. I know that God is with him. I just want you to pray for that smooth transition. And they had some, you know, platitudes and all that. And I just was, I got angry and crying and I said, no, him, the person, him. And I kind of, you know, um, went into my own version and words of the prayer. And then I was like, now, you know, I don't want to be rude, but I need you to leave. You know, it was like one, two, three, like it. this is happening and I've seen it. So it's different. So I guess, I guess that's a very long winded way of saying in some way, from the moment I heard, I knew you survived. And my faith was already strong and I knew that I had nothing to do with God wanting to hurt any of us. And that was important. Um, so I had something of a knowing or a hope that we would make it. Um, and part of that too, Nancy was devastating to me. I remember when one of my friends who was a widow said, hey, "Taya, it, it will get better. She was years ahead of me and she said, it will get better. And you won't, the missing of him won't be so bad. And I ugly cry sobbed because part of knowing that I, wouldn't have that ache of him being so close to my heart destroyed me too so the hope is good and bad it wanes it ebbs and flows um i think barb said it best she said you know the thing they don't tell you about grief is that it repeats in different ways
0: it really really does karen stark is with me new york psychologist joining us from manhattan today karen uh and i've got to tell you karen and i are not just colleagues but We've sat alone in the dark, many hours together. Now, let me explain. When I first started uh, as a fluke in TV with a, a, a program called Cochrane and Grace with Johnny Cochran, I moved into trial coverage, live trials. And Karen would be on the set with me, and the whole set would be dark, and would be watching a trial on the monitor, a live trial, and then we would... Analyze what we were seeing. And when there would be a lull or a break, we became very dear friends. And for years, she told me I had to, quote, move on from Keith's murder. But I couldn't. And everything she said was right. Um, Karen Stark, how does anyone... Move on, and we're telling this with the backdrop of this incredible movie, The Shell Collector, based on Nancy Nagel's bestseller book available on Amazon, The Shell Collector. How, in real life, not on the silver screen, how can you move forward? Because you know, it took me over 20 years before I could consider remarrying and i would not advise that to any crime victim
7: well but nance you couldn't help but remember that you're traumatized so i'm listening to these stories and so much is familiar you are in shock when you first get that news and yet a part of you is very aware of what's happening and i think about that chilling description of knowing ahead of time And that's a very real phenomenon. That's not something that just occurs among a few people. I remember and was just talking to my brother about the fact that my dad, who died at 50, the the days before he died, we knew. We just knew. There was no reason. He had been sick, but it was a long time afterwards. And we just called each other the night before he died and said, there's this cloud over us and we knew he would die. We just had that feeling. The next day, we were very young. And so I feel like that's part of that connection that you have with another person. And it's very deep. And somehow, you know, when they're not going to be there anymore, you just get it. And one of the things I'm hearing from everybody talking about this is the help that you need to have. If you have a faith in God, or people that really make a difference in your life, you are with them and need to turn to them. However, you need to do that. The other thing I want to say in response to what you asked Nancy is that it takes a very long time. And in some ways, it never goes away. It just gets smaller. It's always there. Your love is always there. The connection is there, but you learn to live again and live with that loss. And that's more of what happens. It's not like you forget them. You never do. And it's always a part of you. There's this growth of pain that you live with and you live beyond and it gets you to be stronger. But at first it just feels like you can't handle it, but you do.
0: Well, you know, Karen Stark you know you spent all that time with you and I talking about could I ever go forward but I remember the moment I walked down the aisle and saw David at the end of the aisle and everything you told me Karen Stark was right
3: your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience which means Zinn pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
1: Is getting gas at Shell burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download DROP and use code DROP88 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding.
0: Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off Select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Nancy Nagel, the author of The Shell Collector, did you have any idea when you were writing that book, after you gave up your corporate job, when you were writing that book, that it was going to affect people the way it has? Um, you know, when I first started writing
8: it, it was for, for me, um, but and, and part of kind of my healing. And, and you know, you're right. I mean, the, the pain doesn't go away. It definitely changes shape and texture, um, so that we can, you know, muddle through, um, but it never goes away. But as I began getting into the story and creating it and it started coming to life on the page, I knew in my heart that that it was a message and that God's hands were all over it and that he was helping me create a story that could touch hearts and, um, and fit in so many circumstances because, you know, and I think we've heard it today with Taya and Barb too, that, you know, in, in your personal thing, Nancy, you know, it's like we, we know the story and we kind of have the power like Dorothy and her little red slippers that click our heels. Um, and it's within us all the time. And, and I think a lot of that's the Holy Spirit. And um, and it gives us power to to find the people we need to uplift us and move on. And so, yeah, I did. I felt like God had special things for that book. And when it debuted, it came out um, number 20 on the ECPA bestseller list. It was my first uh, Christian romance or Christian women's fiction novel. Um, and so, yeah. I mean that that just felt like, yeah, okay. I did the right thing. I said the
0: right things, and you sure did. <laughs> you sure did. And Caitlin Clark, now that you are hearing Taya and Barb, all of us talking, how does it hit you that you have been the star in such an important movement?
4: Well, I, I definitely feel very honored, and um, it's also a great reminder. The responsibility that I have as an actress, you know, and the important part of really going through the script and hopefully
0: inspiring others. And I hope you all appreciate my portrayal. Absolutely. Of Amanda. Oh, my goodness. The portrayal of the star of Shell Collector, I mean, when you're hearing Real life military widows, I mean, that's a very big duty because you're portraying not just the heroine of the book, shell collector, you're portraying bits and pieces of all the women and men that I've turned into military widows. Listen to the shell collector.
3: Hey. Hey. I got
1: you a bit of a surprise, if it's okay.
4: More than okay.
1: Hey, you two. I got three questions for you. Do you like to run? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like to fly? You're silly. We can't fly. Do you like monkeys? We love monkeys. (laughs) I've never fought one of those before. I'll show you how. Prepare to be impressed. Come on, you got to run with me or it won't fly. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you want to give it a shot? Oh, look, I'm
4: doing it! You're doing great! That's it, Lightning Buck, go, go! <laughs> I'm impressed. That was so sweet of you.
6: Jack and I used to flag kites on the beach all the time as kids. That'd be something I could share with them.
4: But of course you two had to have two kites.
6: Because it would be a competition.
4: Always was.
6: Except over you. We
2: never competed over you. Of course not. I would you. It wouldn't.
0: Can I ask you Barb, do you ever feel that your husband is giving you messages or is in touch with you or is with you every day? Oh, I
6: could talk for a very, very long time about about that because the answer is a very strong yes in so many different ways and so many different moments um and especially now, you know, I'm in, I'm engaged to a, an amazing man who loves all of me. He has the same birthday as my husband, and it's like, you know. Um, and even his kids have said he was just telling his kids the other day. He said, you know, sometimes I talk to Lou, and his his two kids who are teenagers said to him, "Oh, you know, that's cool because maybe Lou had a part in sending you to Barb." Um, so even even they get it. But yeah, there have been there are, and i think probably if we turned this into a discussion where we all shared our stories i i feel like we could we would all talk for hours about all the moments cuz i don't think
0: they're unique to me and i feel like everybody on this call i agree with you know, Barb. i agree with you tay have you ever felt that chris had has guided you or been with you at your side over this difficult time
5: yeah i do 100% and it's it's interesting because You know, my daughter was six years old and she was so, so, so close to Chris. I mean, um, just in January, he was killed beginning of February. In January, he left for a business trip for two days and her eyes filled up with tears. And she said, I know daddy's going to be back um, in two days, but I already miss him. You know, she just like, they were so close. And after he was killed, she had so many spiritual experiences that she was too young to know, right? Like one of them was we were leaving... And and I, I had enough experience before to know that I believe in this. And so, you know, the first time she asked me, it was like, mama, I feel like I hear daddy saying, I love you, baby girl, but his voice sounds different. And, you know, so I just said, you know, I'm sure you are baby and, and so forth. So after Chad's memorial service, Chad was Littlefield was killed with Chris the same day by the same person in the same moment. And we That was the first uh, memorial service that my daughter had been to. We went to the bathroom, and we were in the same stall before we went to the funeral, right? Because she's little, and she's holding this little stuffed animal in her little dress with tears down her face. She was, Mama? I said, Yeah. And she was, I feel like I hear Daddy saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby girl. But what is he sorry for? And I was like, you know, if you don't know why you're hearing it, you're not making it up, you know? Um and so there were a lot of, wow. yeah, there were a lot of experiences like that. And a lot of, um, there were some confirmations too, where I thought, man, I'm, I'm crazy. Like I identified with, with Barb too, saying, okay, I'm, I'm hearing this and feeling this. I'm seeing this. I surely I'm crazy. Right. Cause that's, you just doubt yourself. And then I've gotten confirmations in the most interesting ways that, okay, wow, that must've been real. And So, yes, you know, a few stories as usual from Taya over here to answer one simple question. But yes,
0: (laughs) you know, what's so great about the shell collector about you, (laughs) what's so great about the shell collectors is that you can look at it anytime you want on Fox Mm -hmm. Nation. I'm just so proud to be even a small part of putting this out there to Nancy Nagel, incredible author. Barb Allen, Military Widow, Taya Kyle, Military Widow, Caitlin Clark, the incredible actress starring in The Shell Collector, and our friend Karen Stark. The time we've spent together today has meant so much to me, and I know it will to everyone listening or watching right now. I just wish we could all be together when we watch Shell Collector On Fox Nation, but I want to thank all of you from the bottom of my heart and wish you all the very, very best because you truly deserve it. God bless you. Nancy Grace signing off. Goodbye, friends.
1: Mm-hmm. Ever wolfed down a Big Mac and thought, I need some extra cash? Mm-hmm. Then download the Drop app. Get rewarded for dining out and more. Use code DROP22 for $5 in points. Download Drop now.
0: Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running.